Hello and welcome back to the Babel Screen Full House this week. Marcus, join us again. Hello. Uh, funny that the Jags win and he comes back <laughs> on, Manny, isn't it? I'm saying nothing, but you Messing. know yourself. If, if we're playing the Seahawks the weekend, and there's a chance I might be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> Jake does that in the football show. He disappears off, but he's coming back this week after Arsenal beat. But that, that's for another night. Um, we'll get straight in. Actually, the Jags this week because um, Clay's Campbell plays for them now. And when I watched uh, All or Nothing and decided that I wanted to follow the Cardinals, not not gonna lie, Life is Gerald was prime reason number one. Yeah. Uh, Tyron Matthew and Clay's Campbell were number two together, and, and I like what I liked about Clay was he's just a big, like he's a big gummy bear. Yeah, yeah. But he's an absolute monster. Yeah. And watching him do what he's doing was dead on at the start of the season, and now it's really, really sickening. <laughs> It's really, really annoying that he's playing so well. Like. Yeah. Well, he took the Jags' record for their the franchise record for sacks in the season. With still four games left, but twelve and a half sacks, and he's leading the AFC. So the guy's doing the business. It's not even on the stat sheet what he's showing because I was actually watching anything today, and it's he eats up so many blockers yeah. that the linebackers get so much room to work. So he doesn't just do the selfish things and finish off sacks and finish off tackles. He does the selfless work for everybody else too. So he's just an all-around monster. You know what I love about him too? The Jags, they do a whole lot of social media stuff. But one of the things they do is they watch the players walking out yeah. from the change room to the field. And he's always the first one. I think it's something that he does. But the way he walks is... Projects a confidence. Uh, it's, it's not even confidence. Like a John Wayne strut. Yeah, and it's the size of him. He's six foot eight. He's three, oh, 280 pounds. He's just a monster, and watch him coming out. I just in complete awe. Is it like Ray Lewis only without the big massive yeah. dramatic thing? It's, it's, and it's natural. It's just the, the eyes are glazed over, ready for fighting. So he's he's class. He's the kind of guy you build a team around. Thirty ten uh, against the Colts. Yeah, Blake Bortles actually looked decent. Like he even money shaking his head. Are you actually <laughs> agree, agreeing? Like Absolutely. he actually looked. He actually looked like a proper NFL quarterback. He is officially the Colts killer. Because he's always played well against the Colts. Right, okay. So, uh, for some reason, he has their number. I don't know what it is about them. I know the Colts have been poor for the last few years, and that's maybe why, but he just he has their number, and he, he's always played well, so we expected it. One good thing for the Colts, before we tell them apart, was Frank Gore getting the fifth all the oh, time. Oh, wow. The, the guy's a legend. The guy's a legend. What a boy. The guy's cool. Everybody likes him. There's not, nobody has yeah. anything bad to say. Nobody cheered when he got it. You know, yeah. Even though they were losing, still cheered at the fact that yeah, yeah, you, you can't deny the guy. He's been about for a long time and done a lot of work. So, yeah. um, yes, talk to me then about this performance on Sunday. Happy enough? Yeah, um, we needed it. We needed to bounce back. Um, the every defeat we've had this year, the week after we've won by at least three touchdowns. So it's it's good that the they've got a wee bit of character to bounce back. Um, that's what good teams do, I suppose. But yeah, um, the passing game needed the the click. And if it was going to click at all, it would click against the Colts because their poor pass defense is pretty poor. Um, so while I'm not giving us a lot of credit for Blake, he's still done it. Yeah. And it takes something. It's a couple of the passes. He he he. It's a couple of his deep passes were good. Um, his timing was there, and he ran the offense well. I like the guy. I actually like the guy. Oh yeah, he's, he's just incompetent a little he, bit. He's a dude. He's kind of cool. <laughs> And he throws his head in the to get yards. He's he's a good guy, but I just he's too much of a roller coaster. Do you know what he's like for you? For me, he's like Mignolet Liverpool for me. Yeah, I really do like, and I don't talk too much about football. I'll talk about this on Thursday night. I really like Simon Mignolet. I like, he seems like a lovable big fella. Yeah, 
buddies get hands for feet sometimes. Frustrating. Frustrating. And that's what Bortles must be like. And yeah. But talk to me about this fake punt and how the Jags are, though. They're the maddest that, team. That's <laughs> like, crazy. The I, tricky where, Jaguars. Where does that come from? I think, you know, do they have play? Do you, do you think they write these things? Yes. That's a red up play yeah. for them. Completely. Yeah. J- Jody Camillus. We got in a 29 special. yards I think he had yeah. enough room for <laughs> Jody Camillus is a, a special teams coordinator who we got oh, in sorry, the Broncos yeah. Yeah. and he's known as being one of the best special teams coordinators about um, and he has wrote all these plays in we've done it in pre-season and we, against the Panthers I think it was where we, we ran a fake um, and converted and we thought oh, that's that done for the season because you can't use oh, that again yeah, yeah. but they've used it ago, four times this oh. season already and converted each one of them and you know what that does Pretty as well same four times there Manny like and you're a coach, you coach. No, that does as well. That puts doubt in teams now. Yeah. Every time they get a punt, chance teams are gonna be like, "Hang on, are these are they gonna throw this?" Well, that's yeah. it. It's something that happens down with us. Even Greg would say, you know, depending on the situation of the football, don't pin your ears back and go for it here. I want just to hold the line up, or yeah. you know, it causes a different thing to yeah. happen. So you're saying that's it can make a big difference. It puts doubt in people. Yeah, mind. yeah, big you, time. You're just not gonna go charging through the line because you might just pull the ball there and. Blast up the field and then Bortles and not know what happened. Could lose a spot. The, like the Jags are absolutely daft though. Yeah. You know what you're going. We'll talk about the Vikings, but you know what you're going to get with the Vikings now and 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 you know teams like the Patriots. You know what you're going to get with them and but Seahawks are another mad team. Yeah. The the Jags are just absolutely bonkers. It's like. So much fun to watch too. <laughs> it does. And like. the thing about that fake punt, I think it was actually on our first offensive drive, and we installed, and then you're going, you're punting the ball. You're giving it back to them, so but that converting that fake that fake punt, the whole stadium was rocking. Everybody was pumping behind that team. Yeah. You could see the defense was loving it. The offense in the field were smiling and laughing and getting going. So it the big momentum shift went in our way early on, and that helped. Yeah, and then the fact they just had the weapons like Marshall, he's just yeah unreal catches he was making yeah. Plays, so, yeah. and like sideline balls catches and stuff that for net scoring again. Yeah. Although he didn't have a good great game, no, no. he's held for fifty yards or something on the ground, so he wasn't overly. But I do think we are having a lot of issues with our O line at the minute. I know we're talking about a lot. Go on ahead, talk um, about it. We got back Jeremy Parnell, the right tackle, which was good, but he's still playing sort of not a hundred percent yet, so he's not there. Parnell, our left guard, isn't there. AJ Khan, our right guard, is poor, um, and our centre wasn't overly great in Saturday, so we are having O line issues. But that old line weren't expected to be good, but they have been. Yeah. You know, so it's sort of they're, they're coming maybe playing to their power now. They've been found out a wee bit, but hopefully, if we get a few of them boys back hundred percent again, we can. I, I don't know why it frustrated me at the end of the game. You were well up in the game. You were winning it, uh, Canter, and we kept putting in Fournette, and he's playing with a bit of an ankle injury. Is it to try and get him going. Maybe it is try and get him going, but I'd rather hold him out for two games and have him because. With something like a ninety percent chance to get into the playoffs, it's actually higher than ninety percent. So we're going to get playoffs. You're tied for first, though. You tied for first, and didn't... we're two games ahead in the wild card spot. So we're, we're we should get. You could aim for winning that division. Yeah, but I would prefer to hold back for that and have them hundred percent for January because January is where you earn your money. Would you do the same, Manny? Or well, if you're if you're pretty certain that you're going to get. Playoff football, I would possibly hold them out for a game or two. It's whether or not you want wild card playoff football or you want to guarantee that winning yeah, the division. Yeah, well, but it depends. Um, with Tennessee, like, they haven't decided yet whether they want to win the division or not. They really, like, <laughs> they, they, could, they could have won it. Tennessee, like, I think, are the worst 8 4 team ever. 
Because they're just they're lucky the Chiefs aren't eating for yeah. Like their Mariota's got more picks than he has touchdowns, so they really are dependent on their secondary, which has been actually pretty good. You fella Bird has been picking off a lot of balls, and their running game's been strong. But outside of that, they haven't been looked overly. Okay, they struggled past the Texans, and there's not many teams struggle past them. Usually, if they're beat, they're beat well. What did so. you think of the two interceptions for the Jags on Sunday? That we Gip- picked. Yeah. I, uh, Gibson's G- was good. Gibson at the end, um, yeah. which killed the game because they were like a sneaky maybe chance of getting the touchdown and then coming back into the game. But Gibson sort of picked it off. He's been good this year. He had a poor first season with us, but he's been really good. And Ramsey's just Ramsey. He's the dude. Like just plays great quarterback. Uh, guy, spy. Yeah. Just sit back there, just watches. Sees what's going on, sees where the eyes are, and then. And it was, bang. with with Ramsey's pick, it was a lot about communication because he undercut the right. Yeah. But he knew that Gibson was over the top. Yeah. So he sort of knew without talking, they know their their rules. So he knew that he could do this without giving up a touchdown. That defense of the Jags and the reason why it is in many people's eyes, I know the stats are saying, but the best in the NFL is probably because you have people like Gibson and Ramsey that can talk without looking or talking yeah. to each other, and then you have Glass Campbell who's just the general. He's just causing yeah. all sorts of problems, and he's Church leading player. that. Boy, Church is a solid, Church. solid player. They've a solid defense all over. They've just I, added pieces. I don't think there's anybody would really want to go to Jack, Jack, Jacksonville. The same as Minnesota in the playoffs. I don't think anybody wants no. to. Go Generally, to though, say in January in the playoffs when it's cold. Defenses take over because it's hard to play in cold, rainy, snow weather, and that's what you want a good defense in playoffs, and that's what we have, and that's what the Vikings have. Both you have, and we'll talk about the Vikings now, Manny. Certainly. Um, Case Keenum for MVP. He'll be in the talk, like he, he has might to get it, like but he has to be in the talk because he, as you say, he's a journeyman. He's been through. He's going to get games. a football life if he wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's going to get a football football life. He'll be writing that letter to make sure it happens. I'm going to do it as well. Fully behind Case Keenum now. He's a nice guy, and he, he's out to prove things. You know, because he's been dropped from so many teams, and yeah. just you just let him go and. Just even watching just interviews and stuff with him, he, he appreciates the fact that he's been given, the, the opportunities that he's been given, and he's making the most of them. It, was a, it, started, it felt like a wee bit of a novelty at the start that he was in, and oh, he's won a couple of games, and blah, 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 and now everyone's like, oh no, hang on, he's, at, he's going to Atlanta, and he's controlling the game and winning a game. His defence is controlling the game as well. Mike Zimmer is definitely going to be up there for coach of the year. He just seems to have everyone's number at the minute. And Case Keenum, again, they reckon he's... One of the bet he's up there with Brady for the last six weeks. Yeah, he's only been intercepted five times, I think, hasn't he? He's only yeah, picked off five times five, in the season. Five, and he only had and the second half of football, he had perfect passer rating. That's for a guy who's Not been bad. dropped by. It's, it's yeah, I remember watching oh, Hard Knocks a few years ago with the LA Rams. Yes, when yeah. around LA. That's when he got to sort of no case kingdom because yeah. before that he was just sort of a, a an also ran nobody. Yes, but. I remember watching the Texans wasn't there something. Yeah, he the Texans. He's, he's been on a couple of teams as well. So I watched him and you could tell how much it meant him and him and the girlfriend at the time. I think were yes. going over players and he's he on Ryan so, Seacrest show and he all. He seemed so smart. Yeah, and he was so clued in and he wanted it so bad. But I always got the feeling that he was the kind of guy that would be good but not good enough. Yeah, he wasn't but, a late quarterback. Yeah. When I looked at him on that, I actually thought, you know what, he would be a good coach. Yeah. yeah, better than yeah. a player. Well, yeah. do you know what I mean? He's always seemed to be a quarterback that was there for the next quarterback to come in exactly. and help out. Yeah, he was never, you know, you're he was, he was always the bridge. Yeah, you're never going to be the guy. You're yeah. going to be 
the guy that helps the guy. Yeah. So, but again, with the weapons that we have around him as well, it also That's helps, true. you know. Kyle Rudolph is just, I love him. Again, he's just starting to come good again, and he's been always playing well, but he's got his two touchdowns the weekend, and he, just brilliant. He, you know, and he's a great blocker as well, which yeah, gives more time in the pocket. And Keenum's, you know, he's fighting feet and starting to make a few runs, and it's, it's all working really well, but the, the running game that we have, we didn't expect to have this year yeah. after we had the injuries. Um, Murray and Keenan are just... Yeah. They're playing out of their skin, the two of them. Murray, especially, he is pounding that ball. Like, he's not going down. And they were saying, they were, you know, comparing him to the running backs and things. It's just the way he takes the time to find the hole and then explodes through it. He has big, long strides, and it's just really good football. He set up, remember last week we were talking about it, um, me and Yamani, that it was... Uh, McKinnon was setting up Murray for the touchdown. Yeah. So McKinnon was going through first downs and second downs, and he was just he was doing the dirty ball, right? Dirty yeah. work, there, if that's the term, I don't know. There, and then Latavius would pop up with 10 yards to go and blast three. Yeah. And then this week it was all the way around. Yeah. And that's similar again, just. Yeah, it's, it's hard to pick up on. If you don't know what's coming at you, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to defend against it. When you have a great tight end, you have two great backs, you've got brilliant wide receivers. Where do you spread your team? You're going to spread yeah. yourself thin at some point. Yeah. As you've seen, Adam Thielen wasn't a big, you know, he wasn't a main attraction in this game, but he didn't need to be. He took up lots of receivers, he took up lots of defenders, and that allowed the other guys to get free. Yeah. Same with Stefan Diggs, he wasn't, you know, he made a few big plays, but nothing to what we're used to. Again, all, all this coming together with our defense is just rumbling forward and making it like the Falcons. Julio Jones was kept to two received catches and no touchdowns. Yeah, that's that's hard to do. You do that there, like, and this is going to sound really easy. You do that there, and you will beat the Falcons more, more than nine times out of ten. Yeah. Unless Sanu has an unbelievable game. Unless you're putting six guys on Julio Jones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless everyone's standing around him, and you can just Matt Ryan can run yeah. the field exactly. Yeah. yeah, and we don't need to. We only had two just to do that job for us. <laughs> So we had Rhodes and Smith. Um, Rhodes is having a good year. That, that guy looks good. And he just comes out of nowhere. You know, he could be quiet for maybe 10 minutes of a game. Yeah. But he's always there. You just don't hear him big, play, big plays, big tackles. And then the player comes his way and yeah. just steps up when needs no, to be done. He's so definitely looking like the contender for the best CB. We're, we're definitely going to be... I think we're going to finish the top of our division. And we're going to finish the top of the conference. I think he's on now, yeah. Well, well, your Roman helps. Yes, well, for the Panthers, is a big game next on Sunday. Yeah. Once we get through that, then we destroy them. Um, <laughs> Confident. Then, then, then things is looking our way. You know, we don't have a t- tough old schedule coming through. So I reckon once we get through this Sunday, we've had our big tests. We're ready to rock and roll for the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. And just take on whoever's thrown in front of us. and it would That would be, mean potentially you hope you're at home for every game. I would say, why not? Because Every the, game, including the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, because like the <laughs> Eagles were found out at the weekend. That's the first above 500 team they've had to play yeah. this season. And they were found wanting. Well, so. that that's interesting. We'll talk about that game then. Because we do need to talk about the scenes and Panthers as well. We've got a couple of questions that will go around that there from... The Buchanan, I'll just call them the boys this week, I won't call them a bad name. Uh, <laughs> Chuckle Brothers, I'm sure they've been called a lot of times, but they've called worse. Um, a lot of talk this week, and I mentioned Case Keenan for MVP, and Tom Brady's up there, and Carson Wentz is probably going to win it. Um, Mark will give it to Clays Campbell, and <laughs> um, I probably would too. Um, Russell Wilson, 
just put on a show. Not like a... How do I put it? It was an improvisation show. Yeah. Is there a better quarterback in the, in the NFL that can think on their feet like he does? No. It's it's the way... Their O-line isn't good. This and he can throw off his back foot better than most can throw off their front foot because most QBs have to step up the pocket and throw off their front foot but when you're on your back foot all your balance is totally out of whack and he still is able to pick out a receiver on his back foot which is immense some of the throws he makes are just circus it's a circus act there was one of them um, actually there's a big a big turning point in this game was when uh, Wentz yeah. who was charging through to get a touchdown yeah. Drops the ball, the ball pings up off, uh, I can't remember whose foot it is, and the Seahawks recover the ball in their own end zone. Yeah. And then they go up the pitch, and it's, I think it's like third down, it's in the third quarter, and Wilson's under humongous pressure. Yeah. Like he has, Just it, looks, it looks like, it looks like Philadelphia has 55 <laughs> players on the pitch, <laughs> and he chucks his absolute cannon up the pitch, and I think it's, it's not Lockett, it's the other one. Um, Doug Baldwin Doug Baldwin catches it and thinks he's in for a touchdown but he's not but that gets the, right. Se- the Seahawks from inside their own half right up to there and the next play the ball goes to Lockett yep. and they've scored and they've basically killed the game off more or less yep. there from then like. and there's even with his flick pass yeah I was talking earlier at the start of the show about how uh, the Jags do the fake punt pass and yeah. puts teams off now teams because of Russell Wilson, they're like, what the fuck, what's he going to do here? Like, we don't know, how do we, it's like, it's a constant scramble. Yeah. When he's on form, it's funny because, I know, like, we all like defences and, and whatever, but it's funny to watch defences scramble like they yeah. do when he's on form because they just panic. Like, Where's he going to go with this? Because you don't know if he's going to pass it or he's going to just... Is he he can take off and away he goes. And he's got wheels, he can it, run. Is it a case of, as you, if you're a defence against him, do you want to keep him in the pocket? That's and not... Pressurise him enough that makes him roll out. The only the good thing about that is because his receivers aren't amazing. Yeah, like he doesn't have Thielen. No. Um. Or Rudolph. Jimmy Graham's having quite a decent season, but he doesn't have the receivers. Yeah. Used to have. Baldwin and Lockett are sort of good. The the good above but, average, but not amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and if they win flip, if they win the Super Bowl this year, it, it's he's won the Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> um. But that would yeah, keep them in the pocket and let them try and throw there, and then you can cover it a little yeah. bit. He will still pick off the odd pass because yeah, he's an elite quarterback, but. As soon as he starts scrambling, like it's it's one of the best things to watch in the NFL. I love it when yeah. it happens. It makes it, it it definitely makes a game more entertaining when you've got a quarterback like that who is so elusive, so quick, and he can literally just run from side to side and then still throw the ball while the yeah. defensive line scrambling after him. So I think that's why we all loved watching Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah, because he's, he yeah. he's bigger than Russell Wilson too, and you know, like he, Cam Newton as well. As, uh, people don't like him, but he can do that as well. He'll he'll more or less run more. Yeah. Um, and charge three people like a steam engine but it is it's, I love it when it happens yeah. like I genuinely every time they go to stand the ball I'm like just fall over Olay. just collapse I know you two will be heartbroken watching this like just fall down let us enjoy this we're well used to watching their Olay collapse so it's, it's not something we even pick up on anymore the other thing about that game I noticed when I was watching I watched the highlights of him um, their, their defence stepped up the Seahawks they did Bobby Wagner. Was I was just about to mention that. That, that, that guy can do everything. He can rush the passer. He can he can pass the defend. He's he's just a man. Then he fold went up one point. Yeah, he, did, yeah, like he, he, he body slammed him yeah. like Ultimate Warrior style. Out of the old WWF. Like yeah. you know what I mean? He just <laughs> slammed him. Actually, Wentz had there was a play and it was to Agholor. Ag- I think that's the name you pronounce. I'm atrocious with names, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
he is under serious pressure. Yeah. And he just, he's like, has that matrix thing again where he just like, no, nah, I can see pass, whatever. Skips in past people and chucks this bomb down and, and like goes in for a touchdown. And I was watching highlights of it just thinking, this is some game. This some, is... some things you just can't defend against. No. You just hold your hands and go, fair enough. <laughs> if those two player. teams can meet in the playoffs, that'd be tasty. Yeah. And another thing I actually noticed was Michael Bennett. He hasn't, he's not having the best year. No, he's really not. He's not having the best year, but I, I watched him a few times and he caught my eye and I had to rewind it and watch it again. He's so quick off the ball. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he knows when the ball's being snapped. He, he's in the, he's over the line of scrimmage before the offensive lineman's out of a stance. That's how quick he is. And you see his pads? His pads are the, like a receiver pads. He wears the smallest things. Yeah. Next time, next time you see, watch him. Because usually, yeah. like he's wearing rugby pads. Yeah. Usually, linemen both sides of the ball want big pads that they can use protection and use that to their advantage. He has the smallest weight thin pads, and for some reason, it doesn't harm him at all. He's I think just, it still as wicked. When they're that small, then there's less to grab. Right? Or men like a nice big pad to put their hands on. Yeah. Whereas the nice wee small tight pads can just turn Maybe. and twist. And but I, I think the guy is. A really, really good player. He's having a down year for him, but it's still class. Still, it's worth it's worth watching him, even for one play. Watch him and only him, and see how quick he is off the ball. How quick he is compared to everybody else, because that's elite. Oh, uh, he's definitely one of the best. Yeah. Um, you were saying that you think the Eagles have ever been found out. I think so. Do you think this was a case of they're playing a and a playoff mentality? Well, that's not even the right term. Sometimes I can't speak when I go do these <laughs> things. But a team that knows what it's like to play playoff football in an arena, in a stadium that more or less turned that atmosphere into a playoff football stadium against a coach, Big Carl, that's done it all. And do you think that was just where the Seahawks just sort of went, listen, we need to take you down and step a peg or two here. And you, th- you think that's what happened? You think it was just maybe a bad night? Or no. do you think it really was the Seahawks went, you're not, listen, you're having a good run against teams that are all right, but you're playing against... Opposition and I, I, th- I think that's more could be the case because they were going <coughs> in there, the Eagles were going in there with you know high expectations of themselves and the Seahawks just know what they're capable of at any given time. Yeah. They know the the quarterback they did, and again they've been there, they've done it now. Um, their their stadium gets quite loud. It's yeah. class. It's one of the ones I'd love to see. Yeah. And it yeah it seems to it seems to work. You know the the noise seems to put off the offenses and their time and just. Just a small amount. That's all it takes. So sometimes to put an offense off their game, but all around, I just thought the Eagles were slightly lacking in what they were in in, in all areas of the field. The run game was slow. Ajay was stopped. Um, he didn't get going at all. Like. Yeah. No. So that's you know, and I think that's a lot to do with the confidence of the Seahawks playing at their best, and we're playing. They had a point to prove as well. Yeah. You know, they've had a few. Stinker score lines this past weekend, so they had something to prove, and they they need to be moving on. They can't be held up, so they just went there, and I think that all, all together affected the Eagles. They play the Rams next in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Sean McVay will have something up his sleeve. I'm sure, like he's been in class. Um, how do you think that won't go? We'll do our predictions later, but I might as well throw it far in now. I think the Rams look pretty impressive. I watched them at the weekend there and thought, you know, they're, they're doing well. They're we don't need to talk about it too much. No, but I think they, I think they're doing quite well. And, and I would like to see, I'll see them going places. Yeah. They played us twice and put 60 points up on us. At least we got 16 them. points this year, this, yeah, well, this week. Well, though, I, you know. The one thing I'll say about the Eagles, I would maybe hold fire and call them sort of 
uh, overrated just yet. It's, it is one defeat. Yeah, no, so I, I don't. It, I think if I think. they get beat this week, I'll maybe go. Okay, maybe they're sort of are being found out. Sometimes if you you can catch teams on the hop, but now they've got a lot of tape. I think it's this, this could be a good. That could have been a real. That could have been the best thing happened to Eagles team. It could be. They could bounce back and just go and sort of win everything. Or they could go the opposite way. Teams I know this is the formula to beat this team. Yeah. Use it if 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 you're the Eagle, say if you're not Minnesota in this conference, right? Yeah. You just want to try. Well, the only really the Eagles can win it, the the and get number one seed. You, they need to go and try and get that because they do do not want to give Minnesota constant home advantage. No, can you imagine playing? Not even mentioned Super Bowl before, but the week before that, two weeks before that, you're playing the conference game in Minnesota. That's not, <coughs> that's not going to end well for the Eagles. Definitely not. And it, you know the Eagles have come up against now a bit of a defense where Minnesota's defense is going to be rocking by that stage. And, um, yeah, if it does, I'm not really interested. Yeah, I, I think you know, as you say, next week will be the talent of them. Yeah, you know, if they're coming, this is going to be two weeks in a row they're coming up against big opposition with big defenses and a big offense to score against them. So, if they get through this next week and the win against the Rams, then we'll we'll talk about them then. But until then, in my eyes, it's been found out that they haven't played anybody really big, and when they do, they're far lacking a wee bit. Not taking anything away from Wentz, he's he's a great quarterback and he and he's doing great things with the team. But I just think this is what they're where they've been found out a wee bit and they're a wee bit lacking. So we'll see come Sunday. Um, the other game I wanted to chat about briefly, um, and then we need to talk about Ben McAdoo and the Giants. <laughs> that's a complete lull situation. Um, and a couple of other teams. Plus, I'm going to Steve O'Rourke is always retweeting this from forty two dot and we really appreciate it. I'm going to try and get him on next week. So if you're listening to this, Steve, I'm going to try and get you on next week on Skype. He's a Raiders fan. Okay. So he can tell us all about that. And he can tell us why the Giants left Khalil Mack alone <laughs> <laughs> last week. It was not fair on Geno Smith or yeah. anyone in that team to do that. But um, Saints for the Panthers the weekend. Another good game. 31-21 to the Saints. <coughs> um, Alvin Kamara and Ingram. Yeah. They're a joy. Yeah. Aren't they like? They are for... They're it's just a, a great matchup, the two of them. It's a proper one-two punch. <laughs> Melvin Ingram's your up the gut north south runner. Kamara's your he'll go with your speed options out wide, and he'll he'll go in the receiving game as well. I think that's actually something I've really noticed from the rookies running backs this year. Yeah. A lot of them are so good Receive. out of the backfield. Yeah, when they're receiving the ball on whatever whatever route they're running. Uh, whereas before you would have had a lot of backs who. Are just runners. They're not receiving options. So it's really changing the, 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 the dynamic of teams. And with Drew Brees in your side, in your side, if you can receive, you're going to you want to do things like Ingram got eighty five yards in total, yeah. and about seventy nine of those were one were one run. It was some run too. <laughs> <laughs> it was some and run. it was after Kamara had done his thing, where he was hit by a bus on the end line and just spun around it. He stopped dead. Yeah. And then we were talking. Was it last week or the week before? It was actually one of the other podcasts, I think it was um, Lombardi on the Ringers podcast pointed out, and then I sort of started to notice it, that when he, you can stop Kamara dead, but he'll take off again, at the, like it, it yeah. doesn't stop his speed, he'll stop him dead, bang, and when he takes off again, he's right up to speed, yeah. and this happened, he did, they hit him forward, spun him around, he spun back around, jumped in, it was like, no bother. Although, Tom, it was Davis, the linebacker for the Panthers, and he, he used no arms. He basically went to lay a hit. Yeah. Thinking you'll knock him down, and he should have went with a form tackle and used his arms because Kamar just showed him up for nothing. 
happened a few times this week. I've seen a few big hit tackles to so going for the, you know, the the replay tackle rather yeah. than going for a proper wrap up and take down or even hold up. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know why it, it seems to be happening more and more where a lot of defenders are going for these big big tackles. Yeah. Big hits, but they're they're nice to watch for the spectators. It's brilliant, but um. That'd be nice when they get hurt. Don't achieve anything. Exactly. When you don't put them down. You just look like a buzzer. Exactly. Yeah. One thing I also mentioned about that running game. Right guard Larry Watford is <laughs> immense. Gets out and makes extra block. The average six point eight yards running behind him, that's immense for a, a guard. Yeah, yeah. Him in the run game, that's where you go. Um, Kamari ended up with two touchdowns. Ingram on one, and then Thomas off a uh, Drew Brees pass. Drew Brees was just enjoying the game like the rest of us. To be honest, he didn't really have much to do. He was just like. Look at these two, and they're best mates as well. Apparently, Kamara right. Ingram they hang out loads, and they're the best mates. But it's actually, and as well, just before we, McCaffrey was superb for the Panthers. Again, there's another running back that is better used as a receiver. Yeah, coming out of the backfield, it, it seems to be the way to go now. You get, yeah. you know, don't be going for just these running backs anymore. Go for receiving running backs because even Smith, or not Smith Hill, had yeah. a receiving touchdown this week as yeah. well, which he's had no productivity at all for the Chiefs this past couple of weeks and he gets one of his first touchdowns in ages and it was a receiving touchdown Todd Gurley another one yeah great at receiving touchdowns he's brilliant like, glad to have seen him live once when at Wembley and although he did they destroy us he's class yeah, um, we got let us say Joe and Scott from the Cowboys um, sent out <coughs> a couple of questions on our Facebook so Joe has said um, can you now all admit that the Saints are serious Super Bowl contenders yeah yeah, I think we can put that in the serious Super Bowl contenders. Those two, like I think they're serious playoff contenders, but I don't know if they're. Aye, well, uh, the, because but it's, the it's hard to know because Breeze has been there, done it, and done it, yeah. t-shirt. He has so got pieces. Yeah, so if they get the playoffs, you just don't know. But they're a lot for the playoffs. They're a good enough team to go all the way. So why not? Mm. Um, depends on the running too. I think you know the Panther. Sorry, the Falcons are a decent squad and. They play each other on Thursday night. Yeah, so that's that, that could be the talent yeah. of who's going to make where, you know. Um, Joe or Scott, um, some would say the better Buchanan. I'll probably say the better. My favourite Buchanan, anyway. Yeah. The better um, one. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, their dad's my favourite. Um, with such an impressive division in the NFC South, who do you guys think would make it the Super Bowl out of that division? Now, we just sort of talked about the Saints, yeah. but obviously they still have uh, the Panthers and... The Falcons that we went in Dirty Birds. So who do we think out of there could make it to the Super Bowl? Realistically, the Saints have better weapons and are better equipped to do it. Mm-hmm. But again, the Falcons, you can't rule them out. All three quarterbacks have played in Super Bowls. Yeah. Only one of them has won one. Well, that could be the future <coughs> here. But again... It's know, a long time ago too, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, when you've got so many weapons at your disposal... It's hard to look past the Saints, but the Falcons again are did it last year. They come on hot and they're playing well. It's just if they you don't. What about the Panthers? You don't. I, I don't. I I'm not. Um, again, I watched this game and see. Funches was good. Yeah, they, they have some good individuals. No doubt about it. Luke Kickley, a middle linebacker, is a, a monster. But Beat. I know I'm going to talk about this game. But offensive line, it just Offer. seems <laughs> it seems like Cam Newton is always trying to evade or trying to get a pass yeah, off yeah, too quick, yeah. a half a second too quick because he's under pressure. And if they don't show that up, 
in playoff time, that's when that's when it'll, it'll kill them. But again, he plays better when he's on the move as well because at the start they held him in the pocket to try and keep him safe. Because a few seasons ago, yeah. he was doing a lot of bitching. Oh, they're all targeting me. They're hitting me. I know if you're a quarterback, his size. You're, you're a target. That is just you're going to get yeah. snotted, and that's the job. Is if you can get a quarterback who breaks the line of scrimmage, you want him there so he stands yeah. up straight so you can beat the shit out of him. <laughs> and he accept he takes the punishment. And again, if they try to, you know, his O line don't do nothing to help him, yeah. and then he's scrambling and trying to make things play, he's going to get hurt. And especially in this cold end of the season when things are getting tougher, I don't, I don't think he has enough around him to, I, keep, I, to keep him going. I really like Cam Newton um, because he, he, he's a bit of a sort of a, he's a maverick, maybe not the right term because he's still quite young and he's a bit brash, but he's, he's, he's just one of these once in a lifetime sort of players yeah. that comes through and you think, why well, he can do it. But, but if I'm being critical, he's not he's not a he's not a brilliant quarterback. He's just like he's just a very good athlete. Yes, I would sort of agree with that. He's he not could your, be a right tight your, end. Or he's not your typical quarterback. No, I don't think he's that great a thrower. What he can do is absolutely kill a ball. Yeah, he can throw a ball for like probably drive my Cleo faster. <laughs> he could probably I pace it like he can really chuck a football. Yeah, he can. But it's like it's not that like we're talking about Russell Wilson that skill and. No, differently off his back foot. Yeah. You can't really see that with Cam. So, I mean, it's all he's not a typical pocket passer. No, no. And I think he's, he's just fair. He's big and he's yeah. mobile and I don't know. I think that's what makes him. I do like him. I really do. Like, yeah. If he's not the Cardinals, I would absolutely. I know I'd love him because everyone else would hate him. The one thing about the Panthers as well, they have sort of an Ingram and Kamara light with Jonathan Stewart and Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Stewart being that north south guy. McCaffrey being that option guy. No, so, he's now jumping over people as well. Yeah, so the, they are similar in that sort of way, but Bruce, Bruce, Breeze is just probably better than Cam Newton, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I'd run him an offense in general. Yeah. So I think that's where the Saints maybe up to I think I think the Saints will come out of that. Um, we'll do our little predictions actually at the end um, okay. for what different things, but there's another question from Scott. He's actually got two. Um, We'll not talk about the draft picks for the Texans yet until uh. the season ends. Um, you still get quite high, actually, the way it's going. Um, AFC West, would everyone accept the Broncos on a 6-6 six and six record? Who's going to win that division, and who do you think will come out of it in a wild card? We talked about, me and Manny talked about this before you arrived. We both think it'll be the Chargers well, that win the division. Chargers and, and I think Raiders. Raiders. Kansas Chargers. City are done. Yeah. Finitoed. Chargers started 0-4, yeah. Yeah. and now said 6-6. Six and six. So this last what whatever weeks have been immense. We beat them at home and just about to beat them. They are good, good side. Philip Rivers is as good a quarterback as there is. Can make every throw there is possible. He's better than Cam Newton. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Just older, same as Breeze. Yeah. Um, Keenan Allen is fantastic. Very good. And they have a one-two punch in Bosa and Ingram <laughs> and Joey at Bosa the end. So is a mon- I really paid attention from you were speaking about him a few yeah. weeks ago and I've really been watching him and he's my new favourite player <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's such so agile and <coughs> the way he uses the offensive line men he uses their own power against them yeah. because they come off I've seen a few of the blocks they were making on him and they were trying with the up, up top body using their power to try and yeah. push him and all he was doing was like a Coming wee up. twist because they're off their, their power base at the ground, he just twists and they just fall off him and he's in there. He's in like, oh. yeah. he's, he's, he's really, really, really quick, really impressive, really like him. And Ingram's the, the quick guy, he's the outside, yeah, just outside rusher. So, yeah, um, 
Well, I've actually seen both against the Browns the weekend, and they put a tight end one on one with him uh-huh. with their left tackle behind the tight end, waiting on him beating the tight end. He just <laughs> completely killed the tight end, had him on his face, went straight after the left tackle, brushed him out of the way, and still got a quarterback pressure. Yeah. He, uh, the guy's a, a monster. So. They got they just scraped past the Browns. The Browns aren't about the Browns record is around, but the Browns are actually yeah. aren't that bad. They keep getting close. Yeah, I just need that one win, that one win, and we hope it's against someone big. It's good to see season. Josh Gordon getting back because that guy uh, is really good talent. He's phenomenal. He's a really good talent. It was just petty the way he sort of acted and whatever, but yeah, the guy's good. So they need as many good guys as they can. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> and he actually made Sean Kaiser look sort of All right. competent. So. I think, here, listen, see what Case Keenum's doing. You can't write anyone off now. Absolutely. What? You can't write anyone but off. Kaiser now. is he's a big mobile quarterback too. He's very, yeah. he's very agile. He's up on his feet and he made a few run plays and he makes things happen as well. He's just a cube. I've seen, actually, <laughs> the Browns, and I put it a lot of it down to coaching because they were sitting on a third and 11 in the fourth quarter. They basically had to make this yeah. conversion to keep any sort of um, closeness in the game. And they, for some reason, they, they ran a triple option <laughs> with the quarterback rolling out right. He had a pitch option to run him back, a, f- a flick to the tight end, or a pass deep. And he chose to run. Now, <laughs> generally, this play will get you five yards, six yards. It's a nice play, but on third and 11, you need 11. <laughs> And they ran a play was averages out of five or six. And they got five. Was that the coach called him <laughs> to me? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's, the, the, the play in general isn't a big play. It's not a, a third down play for me. And I, I don't know. I just think Hugh Brown's or Hugh Brown, Hugh Jackson's, he's had enough time there and it's, it's time to go. But I think there's a wee bit of a, you know, between the two of them, Kaiser and Brown, there's, there's the something what, happening there because what? he seems to be calling plays and Kaiser seems to be changing the plays and there's a wee bit of. We don't have an official come out yet, but it's Hugh Jackson's record, and I know they have been close, but like Ben McAdoo was sacked, right? We won't talk about this now. Hugh Jackson, and this isn't nice, but he, he probably shouldn't be in that job for no. much longer. But Ben McAdoo certainly isn't. He's gone. The Giants, like, it's a serious implosion going Do on here. Do you think, I, personally, I'm starting to think this way a bit because McAdoo. As I said in the previous shows, the Giants don't sack coaches mid-season yep. or even close to the end of the season. Yeah. But it's a wee bit funny that they allowed Manning to be stepped aside and then the next very next game, well, the next after the game on the Monday, they just went, right, you're gone. Why would they let him do the sacking? Yeah. Face the press, then come out and sack him straight well, after. It looks like they've thrown McAdoo under the bus. Let, let him take the heat for getting rid of Eli yeah. and then we've gone actually look at the state of this the, not even the Giants fan base like all our own fan base are like what What have you done to Eli yeah. just, even non um, NFL sports people were all going what, what that's not honest horrible I didn't see the Eli nearly crying exactly and that was hard to watch actually and then next thing they get, obviously get beat and then they're just like you know what Ben you're gone and the general manager's gone as well yeah, yeah. now I was told that's sorry, like inside information, but I just Hope follow. We're I, gonna put that in as I it just is. follow what Twitter account that told me this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that John Mara, the owner, he was of the opinion from the conversation with the general manager and the coach that Eli would start, and if the game gets out of if they're losing, and they're not going to get it, take him out and put in Geno Smith or put in the other guy, whatever his name, Davis Webb. Yeah. So he that, that's what he was of the opinion. That's what he thought. So it came as a surprise to him. 
that Eli right. was, was benched from the start and, and, he, and he wasn't happy about that so he let the weekend play out and then sack him what I thought it was good about that was when they, Eli didn't want to keep a streak alive for the sake of keeping a streak alive yeah. he wanted to keep it alive because he deserved it and he earned his place yeah. and they said well we'll keep you on and let you play be the starter so you can keep that streak up and he just went I'm not here to make streaks I'm here to be a quarterback and yeah if you don't think I'm good enough, take me that out. That was kudos to him for doing that because some he's come out of this really, really well. He yeah, has stocks yeah. risen even more. Like big time, and you know, if he's not picked up by another team, if he doesn't go to another team, he will either go into coaching or commentating, and um, he he be like Romo will be invaluable yeah. to see what he has to say. He's, I sort of felt like Ben McAdoo was throwing him under the bus to save his own skin, mm-hmm. and then. What he uh, uh, Ben McAdoo has come out. He he struggled again. Oh, job. He basically in NFL anyway. From what I've seen, he uh, he wanted at the end of the season to say, "Well, listen, I had to try new quarterbacks. That's why I lost so much." When that's not the reason you lost so much, you lost so much because you can't put a good roster together and you can't coach them up. Simple as that. Like, like, like as I was saying earlier, he lined up and he left Khalil Mack. Nobody was picking yeah. him up. Like. Yeah. And, and like it's bad coaching when, simple when I heard this on the ringers GM Street when Lombardi was talking about it and obviously Mike Lombardi knows far more than I ever know about NFL football and he was talking about it and I was like what's he like, I couldn't picture it in my head so I, looked, I was watching it and then I was like no actually hang on he did really actually leave players like Khalil Mack just torpedo Gino <coughs> for that alone that McAdoo should have been sacked yeah. because that's just stupidity and also see the one thing that I like <coughs> ben McAdoo's reasoning for doing it was that he wanted to evaluate the roster, including quarterbacks. Okay, sort of disagree with what you're doing, but okay. Geno Smith has been in this league for a long time and has a lot of game tape you of him in NFL. You don't need to evaluate that guy. You can watch his tape he, and know exactly what he is. Everybody knows what he is. Davis Webb, okay, we haven't seen him at the NFL level outside of preseason. I can sort of half understand throwing him in at the end of a game to see what he's got. Yeah. But don't start Geno Smith. Oh, yeah, like, what's that? I don't understand. No, it looked like Ben McAdoo was trying to stomp his authority on and I'm the big dog yeah. and, and he's gone now. Goodbye. He's out. Yeah, no no big loss to anybody. Any any ideas who we think the Giants will get in or Um I don't know. The the someone in interim charge the men of the fact, but I'm not sure the well, seeing Black Talk Monday often. when they start to see all these guys floating about, yeah. all these coaches when they're just floating, waiting to be picked up by somebody. Jeff Fisher, that'd no, be hilarious. Oh, not happen with Jeff Fisher. No. I don't, he's he's a good experience now, but not a, he has to, the the Giants need to build. They need to build a new good. team. They need you know they've got a few great players there. There was Shepard and they've got Ingram. OBJ, and well, he yeah. should be back for next yeah. seasons. But they need to, they need to build around that. They need their defense is starting to crumble. Yeah, their offensive yeah. lines. Woeful, they're yeah. you know they're just there's bit there's too much that you you too many holes. It's in too many holes. Yeah, they they're really gonna need to come draft and pick up free agents. They're really Did they go young, a young coach, young new coach like a Sean McVay type of thing, or do or not Sean McVay, uh, Max Shanahan, or do they go with old head that knows his way around the league? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe a bit of both. Bring in a new. There's talk. Our defensive coordinator, the Jags, Todd Walsh. So you're going to say Tom Coughlin? Well, Tom Coughlin, he's a search jazz man for a long time. So I'd say they're regretting getting rid of him. But uh, Todd Wash has been doing really well with us as a defensive coordinator. There's talk of him moving on next year and being a head coach somewhere. So It'll be interesting to keep an eye on what teams go for in the playoffs and Super Bowls and see if there's like a 
See what coordinator yeah. will believe. Yeah. yeah. See, see if there's a youngish like Shanahan who's floating about there. Can we just talk briefly? I wanted to mention Tariq Cohen. Don't ever punt to him. Yeah. That's all I want to say. Oh, don't wow. don't ever ever punt to him again. It's like um, who's the other one the Bears had that used to be amazing? He's like the punt the return. Just kick the ball out, like, or <laughs> yeah. just turn around and hoof it behind. Do something. Squib kick it or something. Don't ever thump the ball down to him. Just lunatic. 127 yards he ran for a second. He ran backwards. I know. Ran forwards, ran backwards and then ran around him. He said to me about this before we started and we watched it and I was like, he must have run 40 yards sideways back and forwards. And you were like, if you, if you listen to the commentary, it's like, a, oh, he's running the wrong way. Oh, he's running the wrong way again. And then he's found a hole and he just goes up through the middle. Yeah, the, the guy's an athlete. And he, he's shown flashes of it yeah. in the, the start of the season there. So everybody knew that he has the potential. Just put the like, quarterback starting just, to come to And they still didn't win. <laughs> I know they didn't. Mitch played well, but the reason I didn't win was because the most handsome man in the NFL, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Stood up and see if the 49ers have finally found one. Like, yeah, they can tell Kirk Cousin, no, 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 you're not getting our money. We have this fella here yeah. and he's going to be all right. Yeah, he is. And just get him receivers, sort of the defense out, tweak but, it a little bit, get it sorted, the team around him and, he'll and go it. and grapple. Like, yeah. he could do all right. He's definitely one of the most handsome players. I guess. Oh, he's absolutely a lot, of the, a lot of the women, even, not the women, but the commentators and stuff were just saying. Like it looks like someone drew him. <laughs> That's a quarterback. Chin, face, hair, yeah, everything. Yeah, He's yeah. like action man. <laughs> yeah. But um Personally I don't like offside of him because I just feel bad now. No, oh yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm he... not showing Sarah. She's not allowed to see like. <laughs> you'll feel better when he gets his face smashed in by a good defence on yeah. him. So. Yeah, well. With well, the Jags, he played the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think we are playing them towards the end of the season. Um before we go and talk about Sunday's training session with the Cowboys um, and then we'll do obviously our um, our picks for next week and stuff and chat about next week Gronkowski got a one game ban yes. he should have got his hole kicked should have got more yeah. game, more games that was he should have got one. a game ban and his arse kicked that was a tar you know and it, you know, it's just he was pissed off cut. because he was held yeah. you know and the, the ball was over him anyway and he there's no that was one of your teammates, right? It was right? cowardly, completely cowardly. So, yeah, elbow dropping someone in the back of the helmet. Yeah. You know, concussed him. He gives the, that's a, like an and concussion now is because it is seen as a serious as it should be. That's a, he gave that man a, unless you, a brain injury. Yeah. That's concussions a brain injury. And for all we know, I don't know what it's like now, and I have and I don't mean to dramatize it, but that could really have snookered. Right, one concussion is all you need. Like yeah, that's it. And you know, it, it's a dangerous enough sport as it is, without. Idiots like that doing what he did, you know, it's, yeah. it's just unexcusable. If you're going to go at it, you can jaw off. They do a lot in the NFL to give off to each other, but when the guy's land on the ground, you don't walk up behind, just because you're pissed off and elbow drop him and try yeah. to make it out like you were perched. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. But to say to me, I don't mind if two guys want to have a go at each other. And, no, no, I don't know. No, it's a competitive digs. game. Go ahead, swing digs. Take the helmets off. Absolutely. Just like uh, I keep to leave in Crabtree. Last week, yeah. Hilarious. Beat each other's face in, get out of the game. But to go with someone back of the head that they can't even When they're on the ground. Uh, it's and bad. They, they got a two game ban for it. And for me, he only uh, got yeah, a one game. Exactly, yeah. Do you know, is it because he's a superstar or what? Patriots and all that. Yeah, well, <laughs> Can you rest. imagine, all right? Can you, they've had the flake gate, we've had Goodell and Brady not talking to each other and Belichick and blah, blah, blah. We've had 
ring politics into it with Belichick and Trump and all this here nonsense and blah 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 and the Patriots are now like nobody really likes them and can you imagine though if the NFL had a went you know what Crank we'll see you next season for yeah. that there are some yeah. ho- holy hell that broke out for me that'd be a cold case justice the only justice that I could see from this is if you tell Gronk he's not allowed back until the player you hit comes, comes back that's a off. very good yeah. yeah I like that idea you get to spend it to his can, we, can we get that on the tweet and send it to Goodell and see if we take that <laughs> yeah. on board like. we will tweet that to the Goodell that's the only justice I can see coming out of it and he gets uh, just, uh, all his fines every week he doesn't get a game we're playing the Dolphins this week is there any way Sanu can go out and mark him <laughs> or not Sanu um, Sue. Shit, Sue big, big Sue big Sue not going out well if he's, if he's kept in as a, a blogging tight end <laughs> Make You're sure a big he man, you take him down. Make sure um, yes, we'll get round to the real football. Um, <laughs> training on Sunday. Yeah. I was down for a little bit. Um, I enjoyed what I was seeing and watching. Some of the new boys again, pretty impressive. Some yeah. some monsters, which is nice. <coughs> um, Manny's shaking his head and he's still bruising for it. <laughs> Leave Manny alone, I have to, he has to do a show with me on Tuesday night, you pigs. Um, how'd it go? Well, um, for me, it was, it was good and encouraging. We had... With a lot of new guys down, it, this was to bring the seniors and the rookies together. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of our own guys there, and then we had the, the rookies all falling. Plus, we had a lot of the juniors stepping up, and um, it was good to see us all getting together. And um, we went through a few drills, the good fun Oklahoma drills and the su- the sumo drills. And then we decided let's do a wee scrimmage, and of course our friend Mark here decided. <laughs> You know, I remember Manny slobbering last week about the Jags. So he decided that he was going to set up the D-line against our O-line. And he put on four new guys. And of course, we weren't allowed any run blocking. So it was all pass protection. And What's the difference? I'm being really stupid here. Like what, 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 when you're set up then, what's the difference? Slightly. It's the, the, the way you set up differently is when you're on pass protection, you're slightly more bowed. So the tackles and guards are slightly back a wee bit more and the step back to create the pocket for the quarterback to stand in to keep him safe. Um, when you're run blocking, you're slightly more level with each other. The whole line would be level and they would be charging forward. So that would be us making the hit rather than taking the hit. So we were just, it was all pass protection, which meant we were stepping back and accepting the pressure to try and keep a quarterback safe. Yeah. It also means that the defence can pin their ears. They know that no run's coming, so they don't have to step back and watch for a run. They can just pin their ears and go after the quarterback. So it makes their job easy. So it was quite fun <laughs> to say that these Your four... Your forehead shows that it was quite fun. Yeah, these four new guys just didn't have the respect they should have had for us. <laughs> and um, they, cut, they come at us quite hard. So for us, was it, it you, was... Was it you, it was, uh, James Vegas and... Grills. Grills and, and then another new guy. One uh, guys. Peter McMahon. So there was pretty much a follow line except for a right tackle who was new. But um, yeah, it was. Well, I hope on Sunday then you're opening up the kind of pass these fellas. Of course, I watch it. We don't get to do anything now till after Christmas. <laughs> so we have to accept the hurt yeah. and um, go out and drink beers with these lads. Is there no more training now until? Yeah, that's us. The seventh September. This or, or January. January. I was going to say, I missed the whole season. <laughs> What's no, happened? 7th of January, we're back. Um, first Sunday of January, basically. No, the guys were good. Um, they have a lot of athleticism, I think. Which, they really which, do. Which, which showed up. They maybe they aren't polished. They're, they haven't got no, really no, everything no. right yet. No. They're only sort of learning their defensive pass rush moves and stuff. So everything's raw and a wee bit. They don't know where they're going. But when you tell them, run straight at that guy. They can do that, and they're quick, and they're powerful, and they're they just done everything I told them to do, which is 
Yeah. But exactly what you want. They're easy coached, which is it's a good sign early yeah. on. And of course, he had Shane in the back. Yes, I, I might get Shane on top. Yeah. <laughs> my second son's going to be called Shane, <laughs> uh, potentially, after, if Shane has the season. I think he's going to have. Well, Shane's going to be now our conditioning coach for this season. Yeah. So if you yeah. see the, the shape of that fella, like he, he looks like he's been he's cut arch- from a block of stone. Archetype is a perfect linebacker for me. He's a speed and power. Mr. Wagner? Yeah. Oh. yeah, basically, yeah. He's our Wagner. Yeah. Can you? I think I might have asked you this, but I don't know if it was on the podcast or it was off the podcast. Explain to me what the term bootleg is. Bootleg is, there's a naked bootleg or a bootleg, so it's when a, a quarterback will roll out of the pocket intentionally, so everybody knows it's coming. A naked bootleg is when they do it with zero protection, and a bootleg generally means a, a running back, tight end, or left tackle, or whatever tackle, whatever, will come out with them. So if you imagine after I take a snap, I don't even look for the pass yet, I roll to my right, so maybe 10 yards. That gives it time for the uh, time for the routes to sort of develop, and it also catches the defense off guard because they go, "Oh shit, he's over there," so they have to go to it. Now, a naked bootleg is is risky because you've nothing there. If, it's a it, suicidal. It, it it can be if a defense picks it up, but a naked bootleg generally will have a quick pass option. So, like a naked bootleg to the right will have a tight end running a a short route with a quick dump off. Portals runs as a lot. Because Bortles is very good outside the pocket. It's the only place he's very good at. Happy days. <laughs> um, just to bring it back to the Vikings and Zimmer. He has gone to teams this year and made them play off the left. Mm-hmm. I didn't, like, and this, this may be naive to NFL, I didn't know there was a difference. Can, can you, I've well, caught you off guard here, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, because it's just come back into my head, but can you explain to me what, what is meant by that? When, when I hear commentators say, he's made, he's made these play off the left, and I'm going, what? But sure. Well, if the quarterback is a right-handed quarterback, yeah. and he's rolling right, then he's rolling to the side that he wants to throw off. But if you're rolling to your left, and trying to throw off your right hand, it's more difficult because your balance is completely the opposite way and you're trying to throw either across your body, which is difficult in itself, but you're stepping to your weak side of your body and you have to almost plant off your weak leg and try and throw off your weak leg where you want to be planting your right leg into the ground, your strong leg and throwing off it. So if they're setting a lot of pressure up the right, it's causing the quarterbacks to move and shift to the left and they're more uncomfortable and less likely to complete the big bombs. So if they're putting a lot of pressure up that way, making everything shift to the left, then <coughs> their options are limited in what they can do with the, the plays then because, as you say, they haven't as much power, haven't as much accuracy. And plus, quarterbacks don't like rolling to their left unless they're doing wee dump-off passes. They yeah. don't like them. And it also limits their pass to one side of the field. Yeah. Because generally, you sh- a QB in the NFL should never pass across the field. Because if you come across a field that makes an easy pick, if a DB is any good, so that limits your limit and them to one half of the field to pass to. And if you can manage that half of the field, it's it's a lot easier to manage the full field. This is going to sound stupid again, and sorry to all NFL fans that are more knowledgeable than me, but that has made sense now as to why people will line up with three or four receivers on the one side. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like I'd be watching going. Like it's, it's obviously going to chuck down here, but that's because that is where he's look, like. It's yeah, not if I I'm looking. I've always in my head when I'm thinking if I was lining up on offense, that I'd have two on each side. Yeah. 
right? And just because uh, then you, then the defense doesn't know what you're going to do. But obviously teams will not care, and, and if they're confident enough, they'll go for that side, and that's why because that's going to be his strong side. That sums it up. Although although a trips, receivers Christian will be a lot better talking about it than me. But a trips is to try to cause um jam run lanes for, D, for DBs as well so if you've got all your running backs or your receivers on one side all the DBs have to be there too covering them so they'll trip over each other running each other and then you create an easy pass mm-hmm. Marquise Lee got a really good one on, on Sunday into the end zone for the touchdown yeah no it wasn't even that, that one it was before that at the end where, the sideline where he's yeah where he basically ran and two DBs ran into each other because it was a crossing route yeah and then he got free so that's, that's why they tried to trip it's called trips because there's, there's triple of them. Um, that's what they try to do with trips as well. Also, running out of trips is quite good because he, he can run behind the three receivers and try to get blocks or you can run to a big open space in that opposite side. So there's a lot of variations. It's, it really is a chess match. It really is. Like, yeah. And through doing this podcast and down watching these, I'm starting to see it now and appreciate it more. Yeah. I, I used to love watching Red Zone. And now I'm like, I kind of want to watch a game now. Yeah. Do you know, so to see, just see what's going the, yeah, on. Do you small know bits I mean? the weeds. Um, I'm I'm into the quarter final of fantasy. Ooh. I'm playing against Ozzy. That's Owen Renshaw, the youngest one. Uh, and then again, he's the best Renshaw by miles. Um, I'm playing <laughs> against him on Sunday, and I did do that trade. I traded for Case Keenum, but I didn't give him curse. Who do you know? I gave him Funches. Yeah. Because Carolina have a harder running. Fair enough. And Curse is actually one of the. Over thirty yards, something he's been one of the top, over the top receivers this year, yeah. and they're playing Denver. So, yeah, um, and we'll do our little uh, roundup talking about this week's fixtures and who we think is going to do what. And um, let me borrow your pen there, man. I'll mark it down. No worries. Um, so the first game, like I wish it didn't work Fridays. New Orleans at Atlanta. It's a good game. That uh, if Atlanta win this, they're done. That I'm sorry, they are not making yeah. nothing. They're done. Where is it? At Atlanta. At Atlanta. <sighs> Short week for both of them. Saints, I'm going with. I'm going Saints. Let's I'm go. tempted to go Saints, but just simply because of the Falcons. You know, I'll go Falcons just to create an upset here. Okie dokes, fair idiot. Um, Indianapolis at Buffalo. Both teams are sort of yeah, done. I think, but you know what? Simply because the Buffalo Bills fans still throw dildos under the pitch. <laughs> yeah. I go, go for the Bills. Yeah. Because they deserve the a bill, win. The Bildos. The Bildos. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm going for the Bills as well. I'm going for that as well. That, that, that's, that's, <laughs> I told you about the Dildos. The Dildos show. Absolutely. Um, the Bears are at the Bengals. <sighs> I'm going for Mitch. Because Andy Dalton does my head in. <laughs> I know, but AJ Green. Green's amazing, but... But he's enough. I, I, I think yeah, the Bengals this, this week for definite. If I was the Bears, my tactic from now on would be make all the team punt. just build the best defense you've ever ever seen in NFL history and just make every team punt (laughs) and you just keep winning then that's a pretty easy formula yeah Uh, yeah England Bengals I think they've done well holding Steelers they should have beat the Steelers Steelers really are a good side so I'm going on them but they're not a great side Um, Green Bay at Cleveland yeah Green Bay Huntley's did Manny right can you? Uh, just I just want to fire this at you. I meant to fire this at you earlier. Uh, sure. Right. Are you worried that Green Bay could potentially sneak in here and uh, Mister Rogers comes back and beat your ass and and haunts you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely are. No, nope, because if he comes back, 
You're gonna bar, break his collarbone. He's gonna go fucking break him. <laughs> You're gonna break his collarbone. Yeah, he's a chip on his shoulder, and he, 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 literally has a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, literally. Chip out of his shoulder. <laughs> I, I don't think so. You know what are they gonna do? You're gonna take him back and then just drop Huntley off and put yeah. him in. You yeah, know? I know they will, but is Aaron Rodgers capable of doing that? You know, it's, Tough it's a big injury that he's took, and it's it's one of those ones that can reoccur quite easily, and especially if um, sounds very threatening. <laughs> well, I'll be on the phone tonight to make sure that they're aware. But hey, no, I'm not worried. Um, What'll stop Green Bay is Seattle, and here comes out the NFC South. They've left themselves with too much yeah, to do. I think. Yeah. What do you mean? We'll beat them as well. I know, but you they won't they're not gonna come past you anyway, but I mean getting into the wild card. Oh yeah. Um no, despite there's... Detroit I don't know what they're at. Um Yeah, they'll beat the Browns. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah, they will. Um sorry, yeah. Browns. It's coming though. It is coming. Um please be, please This game's a massive game for both these teams. Oakland at Kansas. I'm going Oakland, beast mode. I took him out of a fancy team and within <laughs> 30 seconds he ran 70 yards because he what? cures he cures he loves playing for the Raiders and you can see it are they moving this year? Hey, Raiders. Raiders when are they moving? next I think I think it's one year in Oakland that is shocking yeah I, I can't see past Raiders on this one I, Raiders are the form team Kansas seem to be just I wouldn't mind a friend of the Cowboy Craig Adam Cowboys against Kansas no they just forgot um, <laughs> Dallas at New York what could have been for these two teams? This is usually a really good game, too. It used to be a real headline some game. football last week. Yeah, me and Manny. They made me and Manny look stupid. Yeah, proper. I would never have said that about the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the thing was, for the past couple of weeks, I've been saying, give him a chance, give him a chance. You actually have. And then I went, you know what? <coughs> I sucked you in. How many, my trap. how many chances have they got? And then I decided to go against them. And, of course, they play a fucking unreal game. <laughs> This brand was amazing. Yeah, yeah they're going to win it this week. We're, yeah, yeah, we're all agreeing a lot here. We are. Um, thankfully, there's no money in this. Um, <laughs> Detroit at Tampa. Oh, oh that's going to be a cat among the pigeons. Did you see Winston throwing the ball to the, the Packer? <laughs> to say, here you go. <laughs> that was crazy. It was a bonehead move. Um, don't know. I'm gonna go with the lands just because he's least, injured though, hasn't he? He's hurt his arm. He hurt his hand, but he, he hurt his ankle last week too, and he still yeah, plays. Yeah, he's a warrior. So he just goes through it, and he he still plays good football even though he's injured. So I'm, I'm gonna go Tampa because it's in Tampa. I'm gonna go Tampa because yeah. they, they have to show up someday. Yeah, they have to. Not against yeah. the fourth quarter team like the lands. It's not happening. Yeah, lands. Yeah. Um. Oh, six o'clock game. They're always always in six o'clock for me. Minnesota at Carolina. Uh, it's going to be the fourth week in a row they're going to be on Sky. It has to be. I'm loving it's it. you voting. <laughs> Phone bill broke. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I can't see past um, the Vikings in this one at all. I think they've enough there to stop anything that Cam thinks he can do. Real super plant him. Done. Um, I'm not really... I don't know... Minnesota, sort of on the fence of this Minnesota one, just look so good. They just look like a complete team, efficient. Yeah, they're like the Germany of NFL. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, they're not like they by the Germans. They're like they're, they're like yeah, they're like they're they're like they don't they're not uh, like they're not unbelievably mad. We just thinking what are these? Just you just know they're gonna get over the line and be efficient. And so well, Case Keenum can throw some crazy 
Um, Only going to avoid passes. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to go Minnesota. You're all bad, and that you know you're um, going to. <laughs> yeah, this could this could be a massive week for the Saints. The Saints win, and then that happens. They're home and hose in that yeah. uh, division. Yeah, I'm going to go Vikings, but I want to go Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jimmy Grabola um, is at Houston to have the field day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you asked me this question two months ago, I would have laughed and said Texans all day. Because Texans will be heading to the playoffs. Yeah, but... Texans Tom Savage is doing all right. Like He's holding his own. He's, he's, he's okay. going to get himself yeah, another contract. Stupid things, but... He was concussed as well. I don't know why they didn't take him out of that game. Well, right. He's only, he only seen the literally end of like thumped his head off the ground. It bounced back off off the ground. He went in, got himself checked, and then he came back out. And it was just because when they say how many fingers should we get up and they go, how many fingers we got one two. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's the way he get away. With he's, it. he's trying to earn himself a contract. That's a simple part. Yeah, I think he does deserve one because like, he's he's still holding the mini. He's taking a beating. Yeah, something. Yeah, well, I'm going for Grapple again because yeah. he's he's class. It's yeah. not many times I'll pick the 49ers this year, but yeah, I'll tell you this one. Yeah, I'm in a green there. I can't see Houston doing anything. The Jets are going to beat Denver. Certainly. No. no. Sorry. What? Because they keep Talese back. Yeah. Can't. Yeah, you're getting it. Just on their defence, I think. No. They might do enough to stop Josh McCann. No, I don't think so. We're going to do ten- UFE or we're going to beat Tennessee. They're oh, coming please, to us. Please. Um, the Phoenix Stadium they're coming to us Bruce Arians is going to do it he's going to yeah, pull he, something out of his ass he's not though no he's not like, but <laughs> I'm putting them down anyway like a fucking bus yeah he's going to pull a bus out <laughs> and park it <laughs> yeah, Jose Mourinho yeah what <laughs> difference um, yeah the Titans are all day I don't remember that. Although the Titans are aren't a good team. No. Like Mariota has thrown the most picks. Like he's straight just fired into Matthew's hand and will be yeah. all dead on. I would love that so much, especially Blaine Gabbard doing us a favour for him. Blaine Gabbard is doing alright. Two hundred and twenty two yards. He's doing alright, look. I ain't gonna go with the cards. Yes. You remember this here now we do use his favour? I hope so. I hope so. Um <laughs> Washington are heading to the the Chargers. Washington are heading backwards, Chargers are heading forwards. Yeah. Philip Rivers is going to have his number on Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I think, I think so. If I was Kirk, I'd be like, um, right, where am I going? Jags. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the Jags. The Jags, the Cardinals, I think, is going to... Mm. He wouldn't end up in New York. That would be... Wow. Be nuts. No, He's a personality that might take it on, though. Takes a big, big personality to take on New York. Big time. Especially yeah. that, that support and their, their stadium and all the problems that they're having it's right a, now. Yeah. Yeah. Could be good for them. We all go on Chargers? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um... Philadelphia are playing the Rams and I have a soft spot for the Rams despite them thumping us and I think it's because of Sean McVay and stuff and Gurley I'm going for the Rams I think so as well I, I think the Rams will be too and, much and I mean, I mean just I mean this game will be I could even be overtime I don't I think the Rams are going to fucking take it to them and shove mm. that ball down their throat I think so I'm going for a bounce back from the Eagles fair enough uh, close bounce back now. It'll be a tight game. Like, I'm just gonna go the Rams because it's. Is that the Rams? Uh, isn't it? It's at the Rams. Is that yeah. The late game is it? That is nine twenty five game. Mm, oh dear. Yeah. Seattle are heading off to Saxonville. Waiting on this. It, it's gonna be. Is it gonna? It's gonna be all right. This game, loser or what, can be all right anyway. I just think like. 
it's it's hard to say if Seattle are going to win or not because they're they're oh, this crazy. is this could potentially be the most maddest game of yeah. NFL football you'll ever see in your life. Mm-hmm. Watch this game, anyone. If you're in the house at half nine, stick this game on because it could be it's, absolutely it's too bad, Two mad teams. It's a mad defense against a mad offense. Yeah, which yeah. is going to create absolute friction. Fireworks is going to be. Yeah, I'm looking for Ayak and the Jags defense is going to be enough to do it for them. I. I yeah, I think just thinking of class and stuff and Yannick and Gakwe like because if they get pressure on Wilson and skewer him and if I was him, Wilson's family I'd be like Russell isn't <laughs> just you know. well this is the type of game where the Jags are going to have four fake punts that all work <laughs> Russell Wilson's going to get sacked 82 times but still through the old still win. pitch and it's, going to be nuts. It's, it's going to be crazy and the Jags are wearing their teal jerseys which is Class. You absolutely love them, don't you? They are Santa Claus. They are sacks. They are. They're, they're amazing. So I'm going on the back of Teal jerseys. I'm going to win. Jags win. Teal army. Teal army. Um. Okay, Manny. I'm going with the Jags as well in this one. And the Seahawks are word grey. Yeah. It's no, nobody likes grey. No. So she and Eddie couldn't see each other. That's right. Yeah. Um. I'm going. I'm going to go Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, you, you, yeah. you guess it. I. It's just Russell Wilson, and and I'm, I cannot wait until Clay's Campbell gets hold of him. Like, it's going to be hilarious. Uh, with his passes off his back foot and his laying the ball up, Jalen Ramsey and AJ Boye and all that boys back there have a chance to pick off some footballs too. Uh, yeah, that's that's where that's right. I'm going to see and the Browns do that too. So, yeah. um, It'll be fun. Baltimore, the late game Sunday is Baltimore Pittsburgh. That's going to be an. I don't know how great game. Joe Flacco. Has kept that team alive because he's basically a corpse. Terrell Suggs. It's, yeah, it is, it is our D. He's playing like a child again, word. <laughs> you know, it seems, since he started uh, being on ballers, he's playing <laughs> out of his skin and off the field too. He's you know your real inspirational person for yeah. the team. I've heard a lot of them talking about it. He's real Lewis Mark too. Yeah, since I can't take him serious since that sex scene in ballers where he's hoofing <laughs> some woman <laughs> on a pool table or something. I was like, what is going on with this here? I didn't never watch ballers because it's, it's good. I watched chill. the first series, but I haven't caught up with the second. Is football happening? No, that's the only thing. But it's the Rock. I just watch because the Rock. He's really cool. Just um. But yeah, he's he's a scary dude. Big big dude, and yeah, he's Did, another games. big AFC North game, another rival yeah. game. I go Steelers for me. You're going Steelers, fair enough. Oh, I'm gonna go with. Um, it's in Heinz Field. I'm going Steelers. No, I'm going against the Green. Going rounds. I'm gonna have the Flacco's going on the field day. <laughs> um, the final game is New England at Miami, the Hard Rock Stadium. What's the point? New England Miami guys. Yeah. Although, I'm going Miami. Miami D were fantastic. This I'm going Miami. Yeah, but the England just... and Miami. It, it, things happen down there when England play Miami. Tom Brady's just too. Could Miami. this be the week he breaks his arm? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. The Miami D had two safeties, three interceptions, and four sacks. That's a productive defense. <laughs> I've done all right there. Yeah, and have, their offense have been shocking all year. So I think they've actually the worst ranked offense. So just I don't know. I just can't say it past okay. Pats on this one for me. No, Fair I'm enough. Go with the past two, definitely. Um, they'll have no Gronk though. Good. Uh, yeah. Deserve to be there. Um, that'll do us for this week then. I'll get this up um tomorrow. Um, thanks for joining in us. And as I say, Sunday there's a couple of decent games on Sunday night, yeah. and it's all coming down. And I think five games are pretty secure, but there's a bit of sweat on for Jack Jacksonville. Yeah. I can tell by your face you're a little bit worried about this one. That. That's going to be a cracking game. I'm going to 
uh, make sure that that's the game I sit there and, and get watching. I'll probably watch a bit of your game, depending on what I'm doing on Sunday night. But um, looking forward to it. Thanks for joining me again, lads, as always. Um, there'll hopefully be a bit more coming up this week on the Sports Babble. Um, I'm not sure if Peter and Mark can write anything up. I'm going to try and get a blog in. I'm trying to sort of do one, but I keep changing it. Um, thanks for joining in. As always, retweet us when you see us on uh, Twitter, share us on Facebook. Um, you'll see stuff on YouTube coming up as well. Potentially, you might do a bit of a video down the line, see what's going on. But the Babble screen, um, and see you again next week. All the best. Thank you.